0: What's up guys? Um it's 11:41 a.m. It's February 27th, 2019 on the East Coast. And I was really debating with myself for a good few minutes if I wanted to do this topic, but I believe I should because I believe um it can help a lot of people even if it touches one person. Um that's, you know, better for anybody, you know what I'm saying? But I wanted to talk to you guys about suicidal thoughts. And, you know, to be honest with you guys, suicide is something that I've contemplated a couple of times within my life. Not only like this year, but sometime last year. Um, It's just, I believe within the last like 2018, 2019 years, like the times where I've been a little bit more serious, thinking about it, um, but you know, for one, I'm a big believer in God, you know, I love God so much, um, I'm a Christian, and I know there's several other religions who, you know, you believe in God as well, you love God, so if you're a Jehovah Witness, or, you know, believe in Jehovah, you know, Muslim, you know, God is Arabic, Allah, um, for you guys speaking in Arabic, um, you know, even Buddhists and Judaism and all of those other other cultures and other religions out there. And you believe in a higher faith and you believe in God. Um, it's a big reason why I don't commit that sin because of the fact that I don't want him to be mad at me. You know, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to spend my life damned because... I was being weak, and I couldn't pull out my strength enough to carry on. I couldn't do that. And and sometimes, y'all, it's painful. It is. I just, I've been through so much, you know, continuously, and I believe a lot of people have as well. But, you know, within this last year, 2018, there's been turmoil for me, like, it's just, it's it's honestly been hell. And um, I keep, you know, being strong. You know, I keep moving on. I keep going forward. Um, you know, I count my blessings. I'm thankful for everything I have in my life. I'm thankful for my family. Um, I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my coworkers. I'm thankful for the friends I have in my life who still want to be my friend, even though they haven't seen me in, like, 10 years, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, those are them true friends who don't even mind. You know, when you go MIA and then you pop back in New York life in, they just open you with open arms. Like, I could just call them like, hey, can I come over? And they like, sure. No one, I haven't seen them in years, right? True friendships, and I'm so grateful for that. And I believe that even though I am I went through a lot this year and last year, it's low-key been the best year of my life because of the fact that I met someone, honestly, who loved me unconditionally he loved me unconditionally he didn't care you know if he never got a chance to see me he really didn't care um you know if i was in a relationship or not or i said something mean to him or if he said something mean to me He would stay on the phone with me and talk to me on the phone for hours just listening to me rant. And he would always sound interested no matter what he was doing or what I was doing. Um, and when you're going through a lot, having somebody there like that who just talked to you on the phone for hours, it means something. Recently, me and my ex broke up found out he wasn't the man who I thought he was. I thought he loved me. I thought he cared about me. I thought he was gonna be there for me. And I never in a million years would have thought he was that person who he turned out to be. He a liar. You know, he lied about females. He lied about anything. And he also is aggressive, you know, and he could be borderline abusive. I was coming from the hospital. He just literally took me to the hospital because I got a Swedish massage with the masseuse who messed me up. They messed my back up. They had to give me this long-ass needle shot in my arm to make the pain go away. I had to take medicine. I was in the hospital for three hours, and I found out he lied to me about something else, and I wanted to leave him, and so, in order for me not to leave him, he over here pulling my pant, pulling my legs off the bed, um, grabbing me by my arms, grabbing me by my legs, knowing that my back is so in pain. And he think that just because we was like doing a little sexual shit, that, that my back wasn't still hurting. Like, no, my back was still hurting. And I literally couldn't even do nothing sexual with you because my back was still hurting super bad. So I had to stop. And he feel as if, that was okay, and he's grabbing me, and, and he's swerving a car off the road, and he's swerving it off the exit ramp, and he's punching the rearview mirror, and we when we broke up for a week, he started talking to four girls super quick, like, within a couple of days, and this is a man who I was with for six years, this was somebody who I was going to marry, this was a man who I was going to marry, and, uh, um, and I, and I was trying to be strong. And I tried to, like, just forget about it because clearly he, he not the person who I thought he was. You know, he got a personality disorder. And because um, people who just cheat, you know, people who cheat, they cheat, you know. They just ain't shit. He got rage. He got rage on top of lying. That's like narcissistic on top of abusive, and that's just that's just not a good person. if it was just a lion, you know that's terrible the trust is gone, but that was something that I was like willing to work on, you know what I mean, but the lion in combination with the rage, I couldn't do it. I would I would have ended up when it would have ended up being dead or miserable for the rest of my life because I would never be able to trust him and I didn't want to have to spend my relationship going through his phone and and it's just heartbreaking because I would have never thought it would have been him. You know, if we was to break up, I thought it would have been because of me. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I lied. You know what I'm saying? But but for him, for it to be him. I would have never thought that. I would have never thought that ever, but, you know, God make everything happen for a reason. I, I know for a fact that he wasn't the person who I was supposed to end up with for the rest of my life. I knew it. I felt that in my soul. I felt that he had lying about him and I I told him everybody, um, if it was between my ex-boyfriend and anybody else, I would choose my ex. night And time again, time and time again, time and time again, I would have chosen over anyone because I just thought he was that perfect. But God showed me that he wasn't perfect. God showed me he was a liar. God showed me that he was aggressive. God showed me that he could potentially become abusive, even if he didn't you know directly hit me or punched me he could have did something that led up to me dying like his pastor said and that could have been true it could have been true and now that i'm figuring out life that i'm figuring out who is me who is my beauty you know what i'm saying it's going to be a process. It's going to be a journey. It don't have to be super quick. Um, I've been through worse in my life. I have. (laughs) I've been through things that broke me worse than this, that hurt me way worse than this. Um, I'm older now. You know, I'm more mature. Um, This pain ain't as heavy. This pain not as long for only for the single fact that like I'm older, and like when you're young and you going through like a bad breakup or something like that, like you 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 go through it hard, and you know because you like so childish and and you just feel so much emotions, you can't control your emotions. Now, now I'm older, and I realize like okay, this person just wasn't a good person to me. This person was just a bad person. Um, you you was able to grow from that and learn from that and take that and be like, all right, I'm good. You know, I'm just good on everything. I'm good on him. I'm good on. His lies, you know, I pray he get his anger under control. You know, I really do pray he get that anger under control because that anger is a monster. You know, that anger is a beast. It's a beast. And for my next relationship that I get into, um, I pray that neither one of us lies to each other. I pray that both of us are honest with one another, that neither one of us cheat on each other, that we both have mutual love where we love each other the same. I pray we love each other the same. And I really believe that everybody should get themselves a really good friend in their life who who would be there for you, like... I think my best friend got upset with me when I decided to go back to my relationship after they found out like everything that my ex put me through, and I was like one of them stupid females you know who went back, and I think that really made them upset and um and i I couldn't understand why I was like you're so mad, but then I realized you know I would have been mad too, like when my other, my female best friend was getting beat by her girlfriend, and she took around like her, and she was just getting beat, beat for real, like black eyes and everything. I'm like, girl, why are you staying? So I understand it, like, I understand it, and um, I get it, but I realized that God. Is control of your destiny. God is in control of everything that you do. God is in control of the person that you're becoming. You have free will, but your life is already predestined. He already seen my struggles, and he didn't put me in this world for me to take my own self out of it. If I get taken out of this world, it's going to have to be by his hand. However he see me going is how I'm going to go. I want to meet God. I want to meet Jesus. I want a happy life. I've been through so much hell in my life. I do not want to go back to the real hell. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see heaven. I have to. And that's why I got to stay strong and never commit suicide for the fact that I can't go through hell here and hell in my afterlife. I can't do that. I cannot do that. I got to stay. I have to stay. My ex was talking about committing suicide and he didn't want to live at first, you know, when me and him was together. Like, when me and him, when I was breaking out with him, he was trying to, he was like, he didn't want to live without me, da 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 da. He was the one who hurt me. How he the one who don't want to live? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he hurt me both physically and emotionally. How he the one who don't want to live? But no, I have to. I got to keep living. I see something great coming my way. I see something beautiful coming my way. And when I get into my next relationship with a man who I know is going to love me with everything that he got and it's going to be unconditional and it's not going to be crazy love. It's going to be mature love. And it's going to be happy. And He not going to lift a finger to me. And we're going to be open. And we're not going to lie to each other. And I'm honestly, I'm honestly patient enough for his love to the point where if me and him just got to be friends for like the next, how am I, 23 and me and him just gotta be friends for the next 30 40 years and date other people in between and then we get married at 65 just so we can finish life together i'm all right with that man i am you know of course i would love it sooner of course i love to deal with him when i'm in my prime and when i'm young but you know his love is his love is something different his love is something different. And I've been reading these little posts and core forums about this kind of love and it's a little bit deeper than a soulmate type shit. And this person who I'm thinking about, he he loves for real. This ain't fake. You know what I mean? This ain't obsessive, this isn't crazy. This is genuine. This is genuine. As far as my ex goes, you know, all you can do, ladies, is wish them the best. When they hurt you, they abuse you, like, emotionally abuse you, call you out your name, they cuss you out, and they the ones wrong, and they cussing at you. He told me, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. He told me that I'm looking like, who are you right now, devil? Like, he turned into a devil. And when you have somebody who that evil and that toxic, they come back, they apologize, and they literally do the same. He was like, when he um when we first broke up the first time, like a few weeks ago, or whatever, and I broke up with him because like he was like super aggressive. Then he did the apology, and whatever. I went back to him, and when I went back, and he, I found out he lied about something else. I love again. This time he was worse than last time. Last time I don't think I called him a bitch. I mean, last time I don't think he called me a bitch. This time he talk, called me bitches and told me, fuck you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. he banging the wheel and punching the rearview mirror. And he going all crazy, swerving off the roads and stopping on side streets. He literally did the utmost. I'm like, boy, you can only escalate from here. I thought you had your anger under control, but you don't. I thought you had your lion under control, but you don't. So it helped me realize he never loved me. That's not love. You know, that's, when you, you, ladies, you see men out there, you hear the stories about how they start off the perfect gentleman, the, the perfect man, the perfect person, you know, the one you think you're about to be in love with, the one you think you're going to marry, and then they just switch like that. And then the horns come out. And then they start getting aggressive. And then they start getting controlling and possessive. And then they start lying. And you're like, damn. Like, why you, bro? Why you? Why you? Why you? Please, God, tell me why him. But, you know, that's just how it works. That's just how the cookie crumbled. (laughs) That's how the turntables or whatever. But I was thinking about the office reference. But. It just, it, it had to be that way so God could just show me a better man, a loving man, uh a, a just a more, a man better for me, better suited for me. My love, my soulmate, my heart, my everything. You had to, I had to go through this bad. I had to get hurt this way just so I could appreciate the good that's about to come my way. And a lot of times I hurt you to see your exes with other people. But he was so crazy that I just, I got to pray for her. <laughs> like how his ex-girlfriend um, told me or told my friends to tell me he was crazy. I should have believed it, but I didn't see it at first. So I was just like, you know, I say he did put me in the hospital before. You know what I'm saying? He did. I put water on him and he got up and he choked me. And he did put me in a hospital before I had to go. He said my neck was swollen, you know. Um, They had to call my college counselor to let them know, like, I got abused by my ex-boyfriend, and I did. I never told nobody he choked me. I never told nobody he put me in a hospital except for one girl. um, But he did. He was a terrible man. And I'm just grateful that I'm free of that. I'm grateful that I'm okay with that. The only heartbreaking thing about it is the fact that he turned out to be something that he that I thought he was that he wasn't. It's like finding out Santa Claus not real for a kid, or you know, their favorite superhero, or like meeting your celebrity and realizing they're nothing that you are supposed to you thought they were. That's the only heartbreaking thing. It's finding out that he wasn't the man that I thought he was. But you know, hey. It is how it is. Like, it's nothing I can do to change reality. Reality of the matter is he broke my heart. Reality is he hurt me physically. Reality is he hurt me emotionally. And it's nothing else I can do but move on. I thank God for every lesson he gave me in my life. For every situation that he ever gave me with in my life. For every bad relationship that I ever had in my life. For every bad thing that I've ever done to anybody else. So I know for the next person, I will never be that. I cheated a lot in my past, on my past relationships. And um, for my next relationship, I will never do that to him. I will never lie to him. Um, I will never hurt him. I will never do him wrong. I um, will always keep myself first or me and him equal. Um, and I would feel that connection with him off bat. And if I ain't feeling the connection with the baby off bat, then he ain't the one for me and I'm not about to waste time on it. I love y'all so much. And if you feeling suicidal, please um, call 1-800, 1-800-HELPLINE. Let me give you all the number. Hold on. Um. It's, it's called, it's the number is is called is the numbers one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Um, it's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five um, call them, and if they not working or whatever, you can't get to somebody who make you feel good, call me, I most definitely would, um, talk to you, all you gotta do is just, like, um, like, drop some clapping hands, or, uh, I think it's a way to dial into my post, or just send me a message, whatever you gotta do, is I know there's a lot of ways y'all can, um, uh, tap into me, um, I don't know favorite the station whatever you got to do send me a message on here so that you need help and i will download a number and i will call you and we could talk out we could talk it out we could text it out whatever you want to do um because i've been there and i understand it and if you still need help i will call an ambulance for you you know drop me your location i'll let them know like where you at because <laughs> there's nothing to play around with and i know love is strong and love can make you do some crazy things Think about like the whole Mac Miller, Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson situation, even though I know it was terrible for Ari. I'm glad that kind of situation was brought to the light. I'm so sad that it had to happen. It was so unfortunate, but I'm glad they chose to share it with the world for the single fact that you can just see how even the richest of the richest of the richest people still have the same problems that we have. And Ariana Grande gave the most beautiful speech when she said even though when she was, she accepted her award and she said that even though um this was one of the best career, um successful careers of her life right now, successful career achievements, it's probably the worst place she ever been emotionally. And the people that she loved when she was poor and broke is the same people that she still loves to this day. And that's truth, man. Even when I, I was the uh, most successful in twenty eighteen, the most money I ever had, you know, the most clothes probably I ever had, the most money I ever had saved up, and I probably was the most miserable, I've ever been. In twenty eighteen, I probably that was the time when I'm over here seeking therapists and counselors and and everything, and um, it just goes to show you money isn't always the answer. It helps, you know, but love and and staying prayed up and believing in God and thanking God for even the hard times. Not thinking about too much of other people, just focusing on yourself. And they, that was my hardest thing, was like learning how to love myself and focusing on myself. But it was kind of easy to master after a couple of seconds when I was just like, man, I'm thinking about extra stuff. Like, let me just focus on what I'm saying right now. Let me just focus on what I'm talking about. You only have control over you. Everything is situational, and it'll get better in time. And you don't have to be nowhere you don't want to be. My ex used to tell me that all the time. And that was, that's that's so sad. that I even remember that's a good thing he said. But, you know, I got to put him out my mind, too, because nothing, everything that I thought was good about him wasn't good. Nothing is good about him. So... You know you just you move on, you stay strong, you stay positive, you just you um discover your own quotes about life and you just be happy, but I love you guys, please take it easy, please be strong, message me if you need me, I will be there for you um we could talk it out we can text it out, please call that suicide prevention hotline if you need it once again, the number is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. And they do have an online chat. But I love you guys. Stay pressed, blessed up, stay positive.